Classroom management planning. It is no secret that teachers require hours of planning. As teachers or aspiring teachers, we're quite aware of the time spent creating, designing, and tweaking our lesson plans. While lesson planning is foundational to good instruction, often teachers do not think about planning for classroom management. A classroom management plan communicates a teacher's overall philosophy of what is important in terms of how to treat one another and the nuts and bolts of planning for behavior management. Why is this a project that I selected for this course? Classroom management that is preventative and proactive from the onset yields better results. This approach parallels to what we have come to know about the preventative approach in healthcare. Most preventative and proactive change systems require planning ahead. For example, many of us have that awful feeling of being way too hungry for lunch and not having planned to bring a healthy lunch. The guilt is just part of it. Having stuffed down a giant muffin or a Big Mac loaded with calories, instead we can look back and sort of beat ourselves up for not bringing a healthy salad or a sandwich. While we slump down in our chairs, we can reminisce about how we could have brought a better meal and how we could have planned ahead. So now this comes down to doing the same thing when we want to plan for managing our classrooms. It is better for teachers to have a vision of what they want their ecological landscape in the classroom to look like and want their relationships to look like ahead of time and to plan for any of the uh, behaviors that may crop up during the course of a lesson or uh, when moving to common spaces. Now, I want to go into some of the reasons why I also chose this project for the course. The classroom teacher is the leader in the classroom. The classroom teacher has to communicate with students and other professionals that they share the classroom with on their philosophy, their ideas, and the nuts and bolts of how to carry out a classroom management plan. Depending upon your approach, key stakeholders will also be part of developing this plan. We'll get into that a little bit later. I believe that when students walk into the room, they should know who you are as a teacher and where you stand and what you stand for. Preparing a classroom management plan will help teacher candidates in this course set forth a vision that communicates their ideas, thoughts, and implementation plans for carrying out a classroom management plan. The more we prepare, the better. We're going to start thinking of behavior management and classroom management in a different way. This project is not only a chance to read about theories of classroom management, but to take the best from the masters of classroom management. These are good ideas that may resonate for future use in the classroom, 
and hopefully you'll be able to apply them right away. The idea is also to spark critical thinking, to explore different styles of classroom management, different approaches, philosophies, and ideals. Conducting research is important for an aspiring teacher. However, not all research is practical. This project is based on creating a foundational plan that includes practical knowledge. This project can be used in a self-contained classroom, an inclusive setting, or in a general education classroom. This project will help open up a dialogue with colleagues or future mentors on how to best create an inclusive and safe classroom. It can help create a sense of how to work with those collaborators to create common goals to keep the classroom safe, positive, and inclusive. I'll add a little bit of my own background. As a former teacher and school leader, I too had to think out loud on how to set up a positive and inclusive and effective community in my classroom. Many times I made mistakes and errors my mistakes and errors cause students to lose precious time in the classroom or to be further confused. I had a long list of rules and policies. I admit that I also made threats that I could not possibly carry out. Or I made sarcastic remarks that I wish I hadn't upset. The good news is that it didn't take me long to self-correct and find a better approach that instantly shifted results in the classroom. I learned to better plan and collaborate with my good colleagues. I learned to find supporters and I learned to call them my teammates. On occasion, I even picked up a good book and got some ideas on how to manage my classroom. Now, in all fairness, not to put myself down because I am a reader, when I started my career, there were few books on classroom management, very few. And in fact, there were no manuals on classroom management. In fact, when I used to ask my veteran teachers who I shared the teacher's lounge with, they laughed at me. So I began to seek knowledge in uh, parallel places, such as in psychology books, and I was especially interested in psychoanalytic theory. I also was fortunate to take a class with Ellis Borowski, who was the chair of the BD program at Hunter College. Dr. McIntyre is my colleague, now replacing Ellis Borowski. These are two gentlemen who have a wealth of expertise in classroom management. I will recommend Dr. Mack's website later on in this podcast. Later, when I became a school leader, I was asked to prepare a classroom management plan for a state audit. Writing out the plan was tremendously helpful. I also created a binder and I put all of my ideas in one place. 
and I presented this binder to the principal. The principal was very impressed with this binder, but that's not the reason I did it. This was a great way to talk to my fellow um, colleagues in the classroom, my co-teachers, my paraprofessionals. I was teaching a class at the time, so I used it to also speak to my students about my management plan and to refresh myself on how to better manage the classroom. I shared it with my department and I was also uh, fortunate to build the plan with other members of the school team. So what should be included in a classroom management plan? I'm going to add uh, an outline of what needs to be in the plan, but some of the basics are a classroom management plan is simply a map or a plan on how a lead teacher or a head teacher will communicate their behavioral program of action. Effective classroom management plans also must be asset-based. They must consider the strengths, values in the classroom, and family values of the individuals and students in the classroom. Teachers must consider their own personal bias as well. What we don't understand about ourselves will come back to haunt us in the classroom. Everyone comes to the classroom with biases. Some of the simplest examples I can think of are when we see a student's IEP and it says that the student is emotionally disturbed or has emotional behavior disturbance, do we treat that student differently than other students? In many cases, teachers do not want to admit that they do, but they do. In many cases, we think of that student as a troubled student, and sometimes that student may not be an acting out student, but may be a student with depression or ADHD. So we need to look at those biases and really examine them honestly. We also need to consider cultural relevance in our classroom management plans, responsiveness to students, thinking about how students' backgrounds, cultures, ethnicities, race, gender, sexual preference, learning style, and interest plays into how we will build a positive classroom management plan. We have to think about the conversations that we will have with students. Before we start getting into details, we have to formulate our philosophy. Again, I go back to what do you stand for? It's not enough to just stand up in the classroom and teach, but to think about what you stand for and to communicate to your students what they stand for. Finally, we need to think about how to communicate this plan to our supporters in the classroom, our paraprofessionals, our speech teachers and counselors that may push in or that we may work with for individual counseling, but for our general education collaborators. We need to also be aware of our administrators in the building. They need to know what your philosophy is and your philosophy needs to also jive with the school philosophy. Parents also play a part in knowing and understanding 
our classroom philosophy. There are many ways to achieve and accomplish this. Face-to-face -face is always the best way. But let's first start with thinking about how our students and parents can be included in our plans. So expect a uh, expect an outline of what to explore. Expect some samples. I will post them to Google Classroom. I'll also be elaborating a little bit more on this project. One word of caution is that you need to start this project early. Last-minute projects have a way of looking like last-minute projects. So, I really want this project to have meaning for you. So let's first start thinking about what do you stand for in the classroom? What do you want your students to stand for? What do you want to accomplish this term? And I will fill you in on further details. Thank you for listening.